The Samson Barbecue Grill is the official grill of backyard fun for you and your mosquitoes. Whether you're grilling for one or feeding the whole brood of mosquitoes, our durable and portable grills are perfect for patios, backyards, and engorged mosquitoes. Don't let mosquitoes ruin the moment. Orkin, home is where the bugs aren't. Visit orkin.com to learn more. What exactly are ghosts? Are they always the spirits of the dead? Are they angels or demons? Or could they be us? Right now, not in a different place or time or dimension, but us right here, right now, haunting each other and not even knowing it. Could it be something of the energy that's within us reaching out, trying to find a purpose, trying to find an answer to what we have going on in our lives? It's an interesting question and something that we're actually pondering in one of our stories today on Real Ghost Stories Online. Story of possibly a, a living person ghost. It's a concept that pops up every now and then very compelling to me whole new take on it we hear the story of possibly a young boy spirit projecting itself to his grandmother in a time of need while they're both still alive also a listener unloading a life of paranormal happenings in the hopes of finding some understanding you may find a piece of this story to resonate with you because there's so many pieces that are being unpacked in this letter, trying to make sense of what's been going on. Also, a non-human beastly figure roaming around the attic of an elderly couple's home. It's creepy stuff. It's one of those where you don't know what the hell it is. It doesn't seem to fall into the human non-living category. It seems to fall into some other what the hell is this category. We'll get into that story as well in EPP bonus episode number 283 of Real Ghost Stories Online. I'm Tony Brisky. Stay with us. I'm all alone on the I guess you have to almost redefine what you mean by the word ghost. If it means your body being seen by another person in another location where your physical body is not and your interactions and your emotions and everything about you as if your physical body was there is being seen by another person. That's kind of what a ghost is, except they're dead. At least that's been more the traditional explanation. Someone who's dead and then their energy and their their body are being seen by the living. But can that happen while you are still alive? 
Can you be, for example, in your bedroom, sleeping, or so you think, and in another place at the same time and being seen by the living? It's, it's a whole other layer to the world of paranormal that gets added in when we talk about this. We've had several stories on the show uh, like this. And to me, I think they're some of the most fascinating because it really opens up the possibility and the world of ghosts and full-bodied apparitions to not just being that of the dead. It could be us right now doing this to each other and we're thinking, oh gosh, it's, it's somebody who's dead. Who is that? And it could be, you know, Larry down the road who's taking a nap, <laughs> I guess. I mean, if that's a possibility, it really opens up so many things. In our next story, we have a tale of exactly that happening. A young boy dreaming that he's so dreaming in quotations, I should say, that he's near his grandmother in a very pivotal time of need. And guess what? She sees him and lives to tell about it, too. Take a listen. As earliest as I can remember, I could never figure out if every single place we ever lived was haunted, or I am haunted. Will I forever be haunted, cursed, or am I just lucky that every house I've lived in has had activity? From small objects moved to full-bodied apparitions, I have enough stories for a lifetime and I'm only 34, but now it affects my daughter. She's 14 and just started high school. On a side note, she's been special since birth, with one green eye and the other one half green, one half brown. She was born that way, and the doctor said it would go away. It never did. Apparently, being sensitive runs deep in our family, which I did not know until recently. I thought it was just my mom, but apparently not. It was my grandmother, my great-grandmother, my great-great-grandmother as well. My mom told me I was sensitive as a kid. You know, that innocent mind and sensitivity to paranormal things. Kids are blank pages and innocent souls who are trusting in everything because they haven't yet been trained by toxic relationships, questionable life choices, and not yet shaped by this fucked up society we live in. My previous two stories were about the demon who plagued me and my sister when I was around 11 years old. Good times. Nothing like Satan pulling you out of bed in the middle of the effing night. I figured today I'd share a story that's on the lighter side. Let me set the scene here. My grandmother and I were very close. I was the second grandchild born into the family, and she and I were always very, very close. She was a typical loving grandma that knitted you a hideous-ass sweater for Christmas that you refused to wear, but wore only on Christmas Day to appear to her that you loved it. So she didn't beat you with her slipper. Once I got older, she stopped making me sweaters because she started getting sick. 
She started having kidney troubles when I was in sixth grade, so they did a medical procedure, and she was okay until six months later when her other kidney started shutting down. I remember lying in bed and was falling asleep. I always fell asleep quickly when I was a kid, but on this night, I was having a hard time. I started to feel like I couldn't breathe, like an elephant was on my chest, and I started to feel faint, and I could only make a weird squeak noise that bothered my cat and didn't catch my mom's attention. After what seemed like hours, which was probably only seconds, it eased up. I sat up in bed. I was sucking in air so deeply I was trying not to hyperventilate. I finally caught my breath and got up and went downstairs for a glass of water. I drank my water and went back upstairs. I happened to look at the clock across my room and it was 10 p.m. This time is important later. I laid back down and on my back I finally fell asleep. I was transported to my grandmother's house. She lived five hours away from us. I saw her sitting on her couch watching TV as she always did at night, cigarette in hand, laughing at one of her VHS reruns of The Andy Griffith Show. A smile came across my lips and I shook my head and sat down next to her. I said, Grandma, but she didn't turn and look at me. She ignored me. And I said, Grandma, and she looked at me but didn't say anything. She only smiled. I looked at her clock and it was on her wall. It said 10 p.m., I stood up from the couch and was going to try something else to get her attention, but I looked over and she was laid over the couch on her side like she fell to the side and was just lying there. I started shaking her and yelling for her, but no response. I didn't even know if she could feel me or hear me. I was trying like crazy to wake her, but I got nothing. She was gasping for air, as if she were drowning, but there was no water. She was just lying there, gasping, dying. And I was powerless, completely powerless. Nixon dropped on her. I started screaming as tears ran hot down my cheeks and dropped on her shirt. After what felt like an eternity, my grandfather entered the room and saw her and said, Beverly, you okay? No response. I was screaming and screaming to help her. Damn it, help her! He called 911 and was trying to wake her. After what felt like an eternity, there was a knock on her door. And as the door opened, I was back in my room, lying there in bed, while the faintest of light was coming in my window. 5.45 a.m. on Friday. Fifteen minutes before my alarm was going to go off to get up for school. I thought that was very strange. Very strange dream indeed. It was so vivid. It still gets me when I think about it because of how real it seemed. What does the actual dream mean? What the fuck just happened? I proceeded to get up and get ready for school. My day went by slowly. The day dragged on from class to class, robotic talking and movement until the bell rang for lunch. I was on my way to the cafeteria when I was paged to go to the office. What did I do now? I went to the office and there stood my mom, eyes swollen and red, her face stained with tear streaks. And that's where we're going to pause the preview portion of EPP bonus episode number 283 of Real Ghost Stories Online. If you'd like to hear the rest of this story and find out exactly what happens, then become an extra podcast person. Sign up at ghostpodcast.com or through patreon.com slash realghoststories. $5 a month gets you access to all the bonus material. It's all there for you to binge away on. 
whenever you want. You also get advanced episodes of the show, commercial-free, all there for you, weeks before they're released to the public. And all those bonus episodes, brand new ones every single week. Just go to ghostpodcast.com or patreon.com slash realghoststories. Until next time, for Real Ghost Stories Online, I'm Tony Bruschi. Thanks for listening.